Hello, everyone, and welcome to another episode of We, Us, and Ours. We are so excited to have you here with us today, and we have a very special guest all the way from the UK, Miss Mia Gill. Mia is truly incredible. She is an intelligent woman that specializes in multiple different fields, and we are so excited to share this conversation with you, talking about emotional intelligence, about the law of attraction, about bossonomics. We truly cannot wait to get into this. So without further ado. Hello, Mia. Thank you so much for joining us here. We are so excited to have you with us today. Hello, thank you. I'm excited to be here, actually. <laughs> thank you. Okay, so tell me, where are you coming in from? We absolutely love your accent. So I want to hear all about you, your background. Like, tell us everything, Mia. So I'm from the UK. I am actually originally from a little town called Milton Keynes, which is a very little posh village. And then I'm also from Birmingham, which is the complete opposite. So I've got both. I've got the poshness and the not so poshness from that. Um, So I can change up real quick. Um, So I am a transformational mindset coach. And I help people to bridge the gap between where they are now and where they want to be. So I'll use reframing techniques, NLP, um, psychology, and all of this kind of stuff to do some inner child work and shadow work so that they can actually become their own mindset coach. Because I think it's really important for you to be able to support yourself and be able to become your own life coach when things go bad. So that's the that's the kind of idea that I do. <laughs> that's incredible. And how did you get into that? So I saw I always kind of like fell into it. I've always liked talking to people. I've always liked speaking, especially on like my um, like favorite topic, which is psychology. So I fell into it from when I personally was having a lot of issues with my mindset. I had a very negative mindset. I was very sort of negative where I was bitter and angry with the people around me. Um, I didn't know who I was. I didn't know what I wanted to do. I was a very confused little person. So I got really into self-development and that started through meditation. I started meditating. I started journaling. I started yoga as well. And that's when it opened me up into the whole world of personal development. I 100% changed. And I was like, oh my God, this is what it's like living with a healthy mindset. And then it just grew and grew and grew. And I could see how much I was going down a downward spiral and how like fixing my mindset, how much that took me out of it. And now I'm like... 100% creating the best opportunities for me making really good decisions I mean I'm only human um, and I understand Mm -hmm. that I'm more gentle with myself and I form a really strong relationship with myself so I set boundaries which I love I am willing to do things and do opportunities and I just want to say yes to everything and that's what got me into it when I saw the difference And I wanted to teach other people that difference because when you've been there and done that, you kind of notice when 
people are a little bit not on the healthy mindset side and they're still healing from stuff so I wanted to get them out of it and then I just started speaking on TikTok and it kind of grew on there. (laughs) That's amazing and did you go to university like does this correlate with kind of what you were doing or was it almost like a complete 180 where you figured out you're like no this is actually what I'm really passionate about. So I would say it was kind of like a 90 degree rather than a full (laughs) 180. So I did a biomedical degree, um, which is to do with research. So you're researching. So I did my dissertation on acute myeloid leukemia. I went in with the mindset of, you know, like everyone does, curing cancer. That was the whole spiel when I was going in. And when I came out, you realize like how much the human body, like little cells inside of you, because you are looking at things on a micro level, you're looking at it from a cellular level and you're realizing how these cells on a bigger scale, how much of an impact that they can have. So like bacteria, viruses, parasites and what that can do because I got so into research, because you had to look at multiple papers and you had to extract information from there and apply it to certain things, I became very good at researching and I realized I I was quite natural at it. So when I was in my personal development journey, my research became really extensive in terms of, I look at it in the brain wiring and your pathways and how your experiences have formed your thought patterns and because I became so good at research from my degree I was able to apply it and everything that I was learning from online papers and scientific papers I was actually able to apply it to my life and apply it to my coaching techniques and apply it to people so that's why I say the 90 degree because it really taught me how to full-on research but um, I am still in the biomedical world where I'm doing my portfolio to become a qualified biomedical scientist and yeah so the 90 degree angle we'll stick with that yeah that totally makes sense so was it scary for you kind of making that jump that you weren't completely staying on the biomedical path that you had gone into university thinking about or was that something that you're like okay well I'm just gonna try it tell walk me through that feeling so really I'm really glad you asked this I quit my nine-to-five job I was working in a laboratory I was doing the research had the white lab coat everything everything that I'd been dreaming of ever since I was a little kid I was living out and then all of a sudden when I got showed these new doors of actually I could become a coach and I realized how much I enjoyed it and how much I wanted to become a speaker I quit my nine to five to pursue that. And yes, it was really scary because it was it was different. And, you know, online, you've got, the, it is a lot of work. It's more than a nine to five job. You are working on it constantly um, because I'm, I'm running a coaching program. I'm a speaker and I'm also running um, the Bossonomic Society, which is a separate business. So all of that together, I was like, this is way more work than a nine to five. And it was, it was really scary because biomedical sciences was all I knew. But for some reason, I could feel it inside of me that something was calling me to this. So I decided to listen to my gut, 
and it's been a whirlwind ever since and the opportunities that I've had have been incredible ever since so I'm so so 100% glad that I quit my nine to five because I wasn't then bringing in a steady income you don't know what's going to happen online so you've got the money aspect as well you don't know what's going to happen but I suppose I, I put myself in a position where I needed that push where I said you know what now you have no choice you have to make it work and I think because I'd put myself in such an uncomfortable position where I did I wasn't working from a place of comfort um that's what made me go all all in so yeah I I just love that especially it's something that I really resonate with because I just moved to the Washington DC area and while I was looking for apartments there were a couple of different options and being in a big city things are always expensive and there was one apartment building that I just fell in love with and it was me moving in the summer was going to have it be a little bit more expensive and I was like ah and I was toying with it and the apartment was just a little bit outside of what the budget that I wanted was but I'm like you know what out of all these apartments that I'm touring this is the one that I keep comparing it to this is the one that I'm really excited about and I said you know what this is just going to be my motivation that I have to be successful enough that well have to pay rent somehow so (laughs) it's like you become really innovative when you have to be and I'm a firm believer that life begins outside of your comfort zone and so when you put your back against the wall you're like well there's only one way to go from here so I think that that's something that's that's really really encouraging and something that everyone can do in their lives it doesn't have to look the same but there are ways that you can make yourself uncomfortable and so you're like okay well I just have to get this done and I think one thing that you said that really resonated with me was you were talking about your nine to five job how this is what you dreamed of as a kid and it's totally okay to change your dreams as you grow and develop and I think a lot of people think that well I've worked so hard to get to this point. This is what I've always wanted. It said, well, just because you've always wanted it, once you get there and if you realize that it's not serving you now, that doesn't mean you have to stay with it. And that goes for careers, that goes for friendships, that just because it was good to you once, if it's not good and healthy to you where you're at right now, doesn't mean you have to stay with it. No, 100%. And you've had different experiences as you've grown so between that situation where you said that you wanted that nine to five job and this is the career that you wanted and the gap between where you are now saying actually I don't feel like it sits right there's that whole gap in the middle where there's been experiences thought processes that have been made so your body reacts to situation it's it's wired to actually tell you when something's not sitting right. And we learn, like we're taught to sort of, not, I wouldn't say brainwash ourselves, but we're taught to suppress that feeling. We are taught if you're feeling it, like, you know, you have to do this. But then I feel like now we're at this, you're at that age where you can say, actually, you know what? No, I'm gonna change. I'm gonna rewrite my story. And it's okay, even if you're 30, or 40, or even if you're like in mid twenties, we have this pressure that you must 
be a certain at a certain job at a certain level at a certain be a certain way before you hit a certain age and it's like these are just rules that society have given you you don't need to follow them and I think the minute that I actually just started to listen to myself that's when I was at my happiest and I'm at my happiest now because all I just listen to my gut I listen to what I'm feeling so quitting my job was one of the scariest things but it was the best decisions I ever made so if any of you out there are thinking of quitting your job I was thinking of going part-time no just go all in work on what you want and something will come out of it I promise you yeah I love it I just I wrote down the quote you said of I'm gonna rewrite my story and that's totally it's beautiful and powerful and it's so true and I think there's also though there it's on both sides. I had a friend who was in the freelance world for a few years and she said, you know what? I'm at a stage in my life that I just need a stable nine to five for a little bit so I can focus on other things. And she's like, it's, it's fine. I felt kind of iffy going in between like freelance entrepreneurship and now back to the corporate nine to five she's like this is just what's serving me in this chapter of my life and I was like yeah that's totally fine like you you are in complete permission to do whatever you need to with your life and I don't know if it's the same in the UK but there's just such a heavy presence in the US of just deciding your career really early. It's like right when you're going off to college at 18, it's like, well, you got to know what you're going to do. And I'm thinking my 18th birthday was my first day of college classes. I was a baby. Like if you wanted me (laughs) to be able to decide the rest of my life when I was 17, what? No, absolutely not. And so much of college shapes you too. And then in your early 20s, so many things shape you. And I turned 25 and I'm thinking like, wow, I am in such a different path than I expected, even just graduating at 21 and now where I am. So Mm. it's crazy the emphasis, at least here in the US, that, oh, well, you have to know what you're going to do. You have to know what you're passionate about in your like late teens, early 20s. I'm like, you're, you're asking a lot. And so I think just having these conversations to say like, it's okay if you don't know exactly what you want to do, but try a lot of things. Don't be afraid to fail. Put yourself out there. Yeah. And you know what? You literally just picked up on something now of if you asked, if you genuinely asked 18 year old me, what you're passionate about, it was completely different. Like I did not know that I would be so passionate about speaking about digital mental health. I didn't know whether I'd be really passionate about coaching. I had no idea. And sometimes when you find things unexpectedly, that's when it's the most beautiful because you're not, you're not expecting it. You're not looking for it. And it, when it just happens and it will happen and people are like, yeah, well, it's not happening for me. And it's like, no, it will just give it time. And when you're not searching for it, I do think that's when, when it happens, dabble in a few different things. And you know what? I didn't, if I didn't say yes to a few little opportunities before I got to this stage, I wouldn't have realized my passion. I wouldn't have formed a coaching business. I wouldn't have formed a society. I wouldn't be speaking on podcasts, for example. It's just 
saying yes to like little things and that can actually open up a whole new world so I think especially when you're young just say yes to to things to good opportunities (laughs) if you really don't want to do it say no but as in if you do if you're fearful of it and that's why you're saying no you're saying no because you're like oh it might be interesting but I'm scared that's when you need to jump in and that's when you need to say yes because that's going to be the door that could open you up to a whole new world of opportunities and just because you're fearful you could have said no and you might have missed that so I think it's really important to just say yes to opportunities a lot more Mm -hmm. and I think it kind of goes along the lines of if there was this quote that I heard a few years ago it goes something along the lines of if you're looking for an excuse you'll always find one if you're looking for an opportunity, you'll always find one. And I was like, wow, yeah, that is true. That it's all, it's all with your mindset of what you're looking for. And sometimes opportunities come out of nothing. And that's because you made that an opportunity. And for me earlier this year, I was working remotely in Hawaii for three months. And that was just a crazy random opportunity that my friend called and said, hey, would you like to go do this? And I was very much on the fence at first being like, well, is this irresponsible for me? I was planning on moving to DC and this and that. And then it took my best friend to kind of shake me by my shoulders and say, this is exactly what you want to be doing. You should go do this. I said, oh yeah, you're right. Okay. And so I went and I got it done. And while I was there, opportunities came up from just me putting myself out there and talking that I was able to film a drone wedding just because I had sparked up a conversation with someone and we talked about how she's getting married and I fly, I'm a licensed drone pilot. And there was just all these opportunities that seemingly came out of nowhere. And it's because I created those opportunities by just talking to people, by getting to know people, what their needs were and what value that I bring to the table. No, 100%, because I can totally relate with that. Where I, I honestly, I did. Going back to little old angry Manisha, (laughs) I I wasn't creating opportunities. I was making bad decisions. And now I'm actually saying, yes to a lot of people and I'm putting myself out there where I'm actually online speaking to a lot of people where I'll I'll message them and even if they don't reply that's fine but the response that you get when you actually are the first one to put yourself out there is actually incredible when people do appreciate it when you make the first move where you say oh hey Um, I had a look at your content I thought it was absolutely amazing and you spark up a conversation you never know the kind of similarities that come out of it and it's it's really weird like um, my business partner she's in LA and we have been running a business from like opposite ends of the world with different time zones and it's like it all started just from her messaging me And it's been a whirlwind ever since. And it's like, can you imagine if I didn't reply or she didn't drop that message, we wouldn't have formed a society. So it's definitely crazy. The kind of like the places that you can, you can find opportunities in. 
Absolutely. And I think that it's really, there, there's no limits with, with technology, what we have now, you know, you, you talked about how your business partner is what that's a not 12 hours it's a nine hour time difference for you guys I think it's um eight eight hours from where she is yeah yeah so something crazy like that that it's but with technology it makes it so much easier and for me since I I'm an only child my friends have always been very much like my family and my friends my close circle are people that are all around the world. One of my best friends is in Germany. One of my other best friends is in Minnesota. One of my other best friends is in the UK, in France, in Australia, all over. And thanks to technology, we're able to stay so connected. And I do think there is a lot of value in having a close circle where you are physically. And I'm very thankful for the community that I have here too, because when stuff hits the fan, which it often does and this week has been the real testament to that it's it's great when you have friends that will drop everything and say oh I'm coming over with pizza and wine I was like thank you that was very much needed but having a really close circle of either friends or of business mentors or just people that you can do life with is so so important Hmm. you know what I actually when I was when I was young, I'm talking like 17, 18, so younger, I suppose. I used to look around and I used to see all of these people who had found their people and their circle. And I really struggled, like I didn't know how to do that. I didn't know how to actually find my circle. And I I created my circle through people online, not speaking to them. So they, they were influencers, they were coaches, there were YouTubers and they would be the people that I turned to if I was feeling low. So this was during my personal development process where I was finding myself. I created a circle with all of these business people. I had no idea who I was. They didn't know like that I was watching them, but I honestly just, I was just consuming their content like there was no tomorrow. And whenever I was feeling low, I was turning to their motivational content. And it's okay if you start with that. Obviously, I don't have that now. But at that time, when I didn't want other people like in my school or them to be my circle, it was okay to just create that online sort of like gap, like pit stop of that can be your circle for a while. And now the people in my inner circle are from LA, from Sydney, from um, Germany. I've got so many different people that like yourself they're the people that I'm closest to whenever I'm feeling low I'm always I'm because she's a business partner and best friend as well and we've just developed this beautiful relationship and she's on the other side of the world and I was like oh my god like it's actually crazy how I can't I can't imagine now life without this girl so yeah it's okay if your inner circle is from you know people around the world and if it's online that's 100% okay but it just needs to be a support network where they actually genuinely want the best for you they genuinely support your goals support your dreams and they are someone that can motivate you and you can turn to if they're creating a safe space for you I think 
go out there and find it. It's, there's, there's always going to be there. So, but it is up to you. You do have to go out there and create these opportunities to form a good inner circle. Mm-hmm. And there's there's that old quote of that you are you are the accumulative sum of the five people that you're closest yeah. to. Mm-hmm. And so you, I think it's really good in life to just kind of sit back and say, well, who are the five people that I'm closest with? You know, like who, who am I the accumulative sum of? And it's really, it's really interesting to kind of do an audit on yourself and see that and see if it's people that are moving in the direction that you want to be moving that are helping you move in the direction that you want to be moving. And I'm not saying that you have to go cut people out of your life completely, like burn a bridge or whatever. It's just who you're investing the most amount of time in. And I think something else in your circle is that a lot of people think, well, my family has to be my circle or my family's opinion matters the most. Where I'm like, well, I beg to differ. I think the people that you need to be looking up to and listening to their opinions most is people's lives who you want to emulate. And it's often that you find that the people that are the most quote unquote unqualified in a subject is what they want to be preaching about the most. It's the divorcee that wants to talk to you, give you all the relationship advice, or it's the person (laughs) who just filed for bankruptcy, who wants to tell you how to go invest your money. It's like, well, I can still love you, but I don't have to listen to everything that you say. And so for me, one of the biggest transformative things was realizing, okay, there's people that I love that offer advice that I don't want to take and I don't have to. And so I've found mentors in my life that are people that have lives that I want to emulate. And I was like, okay, well, you are one to five chapters ahead of me in life that if this is the direction I want to be going, I really want to value what you have to say about business, what you have to say about relationships, what you have to say about finances or physical health. And that was something that was really like pulled the wool off my eyes when I realized that I'm like, wow, this has made all the difference. No, I completely agree. I feel like you don't have to feel guilty if you have a different path than what your your family wants if there's something that's calling you you don't you do need to be true to yourself because it's like we're too busy listening to other people around us that we're not we're not then checking in with ourselves and listening to actually what is it that I want and that's so true the 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 five people in my circle they are all at stages where I want to be it's in different things so one might be relationship one might be business and one is like the career that she's picked and how she's doing things so I feel like now that I'm actually interacting with these people if I put them in the same room as my old circle chalk and cheese honestly so different and when you're growing as a person you have to understand that you're gonna you're gonna sometimes outgrow your friendships and this is actually something that I can really speak on. So there was this girl that I, I was friends with for four years. Um, we met at uni and she's honestly such a kind hearted person. And there was no toxicity. There was no nothing. 
but I simply outgrew her and I felt so guilty about it. But then I was like, actually, it's not my fault. And it's not her fault either. She she was happy with where she was, but I knew that I wanted more and I needed to let go completely to be able to grow 100% to the stage I have. And you know what, that's fine as well. And I felt so incredibly guilty. So I do understand where the audience listening in, you know, I get where you're coming from. But sometimes it's okay to just let go and say, I'm different now. You're going to becoming a completely different person. That's what growth is. And growth is uncomfortable. And you have to make horrible decisions, unfortunately. So if there is someone in your life who you think is holding you back, take this as your sign to let them go. Mm-hmm. I'm so sorry. I have to backtrack for a second. You said a, a phrase that I am very unfamiliar with. Did you say chalk and cheese? Yeah. What what does that mean? So it's just kind of like, I think that's probably a UK saying then. I thought I thought maybe it was known. (laughs) So chalk and cheese is just they're completely different. So um just literally people will say that as in like they couldn't be more different. Interesting. I feel like for us we would say, oh, it's really black and white, you know, like it's on the kind of like that. It's literally like that, but we say chalk and cheese. (laughs) I had to write that down. I wrote down chalk and cheese question mark. I was like, I can't, I can't let that go. I have to ask about it. That that's very funny. (laughs) I love Uh, and I love that kind of stuff because with with hearing people from different cultures from different walks of life that's I think one of the coolest things about traveling and just getting connected to people that are outside of your circle is you're just exposed to a completely different life vernacular everything and it's it's so I don't know that's something that really gets me excited I studied international business in college and just learning how different countries do things they say things it's different cultures that's what really wiles me up I think that is it's so beautiful to see that we're all more the same than we are different but we are all still so uniquely ourselves and I I think this is the perfect opportunity to say that you have become for me one of the people in my circle where I'm like I love the life that she has created and you have inspired me to say I was really fearful of just going around the world and like learning about cultures and stuff like that and um, ever since you've come into my life I'm like oh my god I just I want to go to Washington DC I want to go to Paris because I remember us talking about that and I was like oh my god there's a whole world out there like just just go and you have literally made me just want to pack my bags book a ticket and go oh thank <laughs> think you. about that it means, every day <laughs> that means so much to me and that's that's one of my dreams and my goals is just to inspire other people to be able to go out and say you know what we're gonna we're gonna make it work we're gonna see the world meet people and one of the core beliefs of this podcast is to make friends in unexpected places And I have made a fair share of friends around the world in unexpected places. And even the way that you and I got connected through Adobe and then mainly just maintaining a relationship through Instagram DMs has been amazing. And so it's very exciting to see that. And as as a way to start wrapping up, I want to know how people can get connected to you. You have so much going on as your 
building out everything in your business, how can people get more connected to you and what you're doing? So I have a little corner of the internet. Um, it's miagill.blog. And there I have everything in one convenient little place. So all of my articles, I speak a lot on building emotional intelligence, psychology, high performance, mindset, and you can find pretty much everything um, there, anything that you want to know. So miagill.blog. And also you can follow me on Instagram, which is miagill.x. So that's me. I've got a lot of Mia Gills dots. <laughs> Incredible. And that that's really exciting is that you also talk about emotional intelligence. That is something that when I discovered what that was, that was something that changed the game for me. Because I'm very blessed that emotional intelligence is something that came more naturally to me than it did other people. I joke around that I don't know what my IQ is, but my EQ is very high, <laughs> but it's always, it's like any skill, any muscle, you have to work on it to grow it more. And being someone who is in the business world, I think emotional intelligence is one of the most untapped potentials in the business world right now. And so I don't feel like there's enough people talking about it. So that's something that really excites me of your content. Thank you. And you know what? There actually, there is a debate saying that EQ now is what's serving us more than IQ. It's more important. We are beings that love to interact with people and actually good and healthy social interactions improves our mental and emotional well-being. So you it's not just about learning other people it's about learning yourself and how you can interact and finding your place in the world and it's definitely untapped in the business world but I feel like it's especially for young people if you're at that 16 to 18 stage because I remember you even saying that was when they expect you to have your whole life together when you're like what degree do you want to do what do you want to do for the next 50 years of your life and it's like oh um, I don't know <laughs> and emotional intelligence can really help with the if you're in the 17 to 18 bracket as well and I schools don't teach it society doesn't teach it and it's untapped in so many ways and that's exactly what's going to help you to improve multiple areas of your life not just your business not just your career it will help your relationships and everything so 100 emotional intelligence is something I preach about <laughs> oh, I love it and I feel like having a strong EQ is one of the reasons that I love people watching so much because I can just like <laughs> observe people's behaviors I'm like Ooh. I remember in one of my classes in college our professor had us do exercises where we were judging body language and he put up pictures of people and he's like well what do you guys notice and the class said maybe like two three things and then I raised my hand I was like well and just analyzed all this and the dude sitting next to me looked at me and he goes what <laughs> I was like yeah well like the direction that his feet are pointed and then you see that his arms are crossed like this or that yeah and they're thinking where did you pick this up I said this this is this kind of stuff that I love. And so I feel like once we get to meet up again in January in the UK, we will I'm have so to do a more deep dive into emotional intelligence because that is something that both of us are very passionate about. And anyone listening, if you are unfamiliar with emotional intelligence and what that concept is, 
that's something I'd encourage you to take a look at Mia's blog about, do some reading. There's a really good book here called Emotional Intelligence 2.0 that I really like. And it's definitely a concept that's, that's worth digging into more. And for when you come to London, just so you know, I have picked out all the places I'm taking you. And I know this perfect, um, it's like this um, skyline sort of bar. And I'm like, we're going for wine. (laughs) Incredible. And speaking of travel, as a way to completely wrap up with every guest, I always ask the same question. And this is my favorite question to ask anyone and everyone that I meet, because you can always learn so much. But If you could travel to anywhere in the world, time, money, distance, pandemic, none of it mattered, where would you go and why? I would go to LA because one, my business partner is there and I feel like I could create something really, really big out of Bossonomics if both me and my business partner were together. So I feel like LA also has that world of opportunities that when you're there, people, I think it's because everyone tells you, because I read this in a book, if you go to LA, you're not going to make it. And I don't know why, but apparently if you go to LA with big dreams, you're just going to be one in a line of thousands and you're not going to be the one to stand out. So I think I want to go there to break down that wall and be like, "Uh, uh-uh, I'm coming through. I'm sorry. I don't agree with this. I'm here to break the rules. And I feel like, I just feel like LA and me would, would suit. I, I just want to go on like long walks on the beach. So LA has become a calling. And you know what? If I do go to LA, which I will be, I'll pop in to Washington DC to see you. <laughs> yes, yes. It's it that's it's the perfect stopway between London and LA, you know, like a quick six hours and then a little stop in DC and then another six hours because our country is freaking massive so it does take six hours to fly from the east coast to the west coast but that is amazing and good for you for going against the grain and just saying you know what well this is what the world says but this is what I'm going to do with about it so I would literally tomorrow if I could if as you said you were like if none of it mattered money finances pandemic I'd be like okay bye yeah (laughs) absolutely and my favorite hotel chain Citizen M just launched a location in LA this week so now even more reason to get back out there yeah you're giving me more reasons Yes, good. Well, it has been such a joy getting to chat with you, getting to hear your story, and we'll have all the links to your socials, your blog post in the show notes so that people can go check out what you're doing and just keep keep updated because you are such a force to be reckoned with over on that side of the pond, and we are excited to be cheering you on from afar. Oh, that's so sweet. Thank you so much. And I'm really glad that um, I had this chat with you as well, because it just gets you motivated and pumped to say, you know, I'm I'm ready now to go create the opportunity of dreams. And I'm going to go create all of my opportunities. So if all of you listening, take this as your sign to create your dream life. Thank you, thank you, thank you to Mia. That was such a great conversation. I hope you all were as encouraged as I was. I thought that was incredible. And 
I left walking away from that conversation really taking a a look back on things and I'm so thankful for conversations like that. So again, a huge thank you to Mia. Please go get connected with her on her socials at Mia Gill. She is an incredible powerhouse of a woman who's doing amazing things and I know you are going to want to stay tuned. So thank you all again and we will see you all here together soon.